Welcome back to the Unending Grace series. My name is Rose Romandi and I am excited because today we are going to take a look at 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 8. So let's read the verse and jump right into it. It says, so uh, verse 8, it said, Now he who plants and he who waters are one, and each one will receive his own reward according to his own labor. So we already talked about it in the last couple of videos and hopefully this verse is it's now opening up for us. So, but I wanted really to have, a, you know, a teaching specifically on this verse because I know there has been some questions regarding this verse. So, let's dive deep. So, today we are going to study chapter 3 um, because we need to understand what the cons or context is to understand what this verse is talking about. So, in verse 5, it says, Who then is Paul and who is Apollos? But ministers through whom you believe as the Lord gave to each one right so there is a debate is happening here uh, some people are saying I'm from Paul some say I'm from Apollos and our brother says that as long as you guys are thinking about the stuff in the flesh you are really carnal so let's take a look at verse 1 it says and I brethren could not seek to you to, could not speak to you as a spiritual people but as to carnal as babes in Christ right? I fed you with milk and not with solid food, for until now you were not able to receive it, and even now you are still, you, you're still not able, for you are still carnal, for where there are envy, strife, and division among you, um, are you not carnal? And behaving like mere man, for when one say, I am of Paul, and another say, I am of Apollos, are you not carnal? So do you see, there is a debate going on. Some people say, you know what, I got my teaching from Paul, the great Paul. Some say, you know, I got it from Apollos. Do you know how great this man is in the scriptures? I receive it from that. So as long as those conversation is really happening in the church, which you and I are, we, we know that it's happening right now. I receive my, such and such teacher says this, and they are right, and no, you're, you're not wrong because you got your teaching from such and such. It says, you know what, as long as those kind of arguments are happening in the church, you are carnal. You are not a spiritual people that be fed by the solid food, okay? So, and then he says, you know, Paul or Apollos or anyone else, they are ministers of Christ. So their job is actually you finally believe. So keep in mind, okay? So verse 6 says, I planted Apollos water, but God gave the increase. So our brother Paul here is bringing uh, an example. It says, guys, it's not about who plants or who waters. It's actually about the God who causes what we have done to grow inside of you. It's for your sake. If we do whatever we do, it's not for us. It's for you to believe and grow. Okay. So let's continue reading. Verse 8 says, Now he who plants and he who waters are one, and each one will receive his own reward according to his own labor. All right. So now, so who's laboring here? Paul or Apollos? So in the context, Paul is saying that those the um, I planted, Apollos watered, and we are laborers in Christ for your sake. So even though we both are laborers, but you know what? 
there is one thing that is common in both of us. Even though he planted, uh, I planted, and he watered. So one thing is, there's one thing in common in both of us that first of all we are serving God, and we receive according to our works. Okay, but now. The next verse, Paul is changing the symbolism language to buildings, and that's how it makes it really powerful. And it helps us to understand what this verse says, that he will render, he receive his own reward according to his labor. So in this video, we are going to understand what the reward is and what does it mean according to your labor. So you already know by now, hopefully, if you have watched the other videos, that this labor is talking here is not according to the law of Moses. So usually when we think, okay, work or labor, we think the good deeds we have done. I don't lie. I don't, I worship the Lord God. I, you know, I don't commit adultery. I don't murder. And we usually think these are our, our good works, but not knowing that when you come to Christ, your good works have a different meaning because all of a sudden you step from the realm of the flesh into the realm of the spirit and that's why the work has a different meaning. The labors you do has a different meanings. When you were under the flesh, your works, your good deeds was those stuff. Don't lie, don't commit adultery, don't murder, da da da. By the time you come to the spirit, you have already grew out of those. You already understood those laws and you don't need to establish those again because all of a sudden you realize that under the realm of the spirit, there is a work that must produce life now, not produce death. Everything that is producing death is under the realm of the flesh. Now my labor must produce life eventually. And that's why Paul is changing the concept from a seed that is planted to a building because eventually he wants to get to a point to say that your good deed in your labor in Christ is building into that stature of Christ. So let's read a couple of verses here. Look at verse 9. It says, For we are God's fellow workers. You are God's field. You are God's building. Okay, so all of a sudden it brings that building. So before it says change from seed to the building. Now look at that. According to the grace of God which was given to me, as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation and another builds on it, but each one take heed how he builds on it. Okay, let me share my screen here because we want to see the labor here and understand what the reward is. So basically, Paul says, you are a building. So what did I do? I laid the foundation of this building. Who laid it? Someone called Paul. By what? How, sorry. Paul. How did he lay this foundation? By grace. So the foundation is laid by grace. So he said, I received the grace. And as a wise master builder, I laid the foundation of the grace. Okay. So do you see? It says, now this foundation, I received the grace. I laid the foundation on grace. Okay. Now here it says that I have laid the foundation and another builds on it. Okay. So it says, you know, eventually we are talking about the building and eventually, let's say 
if we are talking about the building, we are talking about a house, okay? So now, let's say, for example, this is a house, okay? So, this is the foundation, and this is someone who builds up on the foundation. Okay, so Paul says, I put the foundation which is grace for you. But now, the whole story is not the foundation. You're supposed now to be built up, right? So the reason, if you are a building and the foundation of the building is laid, the, the whole purpose is eventually turn this into a building or to a place, okay? So that's why it says, Another builds on it. And Paul says, you know, I built the foundation. I participated as the labor of Christ on this part of this building. So now God's going to send others like Apollos or the teachers or evangelists or whoever it is. And their job will be to help you to build upon the foundation that I put in. So now it could be Apollos. It could be Rose, it could be Masood, it could be anyone because the foundation is already laid, laid and now it's time to build on it. So if the foundation is on grace, so Apollos or anyone else who comes must help you to continue building upon the grace of the Lord Jesus. Okay, so basically it says what? Whoever is building it. Okay, so I'm going to remove the name Apollos here. I'm going to put whoever, that can be you, that can be anyone who is building must hear or must heed how you build. Oh, that's interesting because when as an architect, you don't heed how to build. You're going to take a look at the blueprint or the design and you start building. But here says, take heed how you, how, take heed how he builds. So that shows us how you hear will have, it's causing you to build, okay? So now I'm gonna put this because this is a very key word for us, hear. So basically every stone or everything that you put to keep building, I'm gonna use different colors here for us to understand those are the little stones maybe that are used to build up a, um, to build up a house, right? Okay. So all these, so you're going to put the stones to build and I'm going to use this color. So what you do is you are building, right? So all of these, it's actually how you hear. So what does it say? It says the moment you hear, it's your hearing, it causes you to build on something. And that's why you hear that Jesus constantly said multiple places that if you have an ear, hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Even in the book of Revelation, those who have an ear, let them hear what the Spirit says. And if you pay attention, you don't see that Jesus says, um, um, take heed how you speak. No, take heed how you hear because the way you hear will eventually, it becomes those, that instrument or that little stone for you to build this house that you're supposed to build. So therefore, every little those things, 
everything that you hear becomes something that will eventually uh, that causes the growth to happen okay so therefore let's continue here verse 11 says for no one no other foundation can anyone lay that which is laid which is jesus christ hallelujah so now i'm gonna put paul says i put the grace but i put foundation is jesus christ and we already know that he is the king of grace <laughs> so he is jesus christ grace and truth came through jesus christ so the foundation here i'm gonna just have a different color so all of us can see so the foundation is the grace or jesus christ okay so now let's continue here says now before we before we continue that's a good place to see the to see the picture it says okay if the foundation is jesus christ what do we hear then did you see so if the foundation of a house is a grace the house is built on grace right so if the foundation is jesus christ the house is built on jesus christ and this is a good place to say that what you hear is what you hear in the spirit that reveals to you the truth of Jesus Christ, okay? So, can we tell, if you take a look at the picture, before we move on, okay? I like to chew on every verse. I like to pause, take a look, make a conclusion, and move on to see what, uh, to, so that the other verses can sharpen my understanding. So, can you say that what you hear is your work, right? So what do we see? It says, okay, God will render to everyone according to their work. So what is their work? Building, this building, basically. But how do you build? By hearing. So your hearing becomes your work eventually. What you hear causes you to build this building. All right? So that's the work that God is rendered to you when he comes to see how are you doing in building this house for God, okay? So now let's take a look at, at um, verse 12. Now, if anyone builds on this foundation with gold, silver, precious stone, wood, hay, straw, do you see? Before we continue. So therefore, now I, wanted to, I want you to take a look here. Therefore, every one of those little things, Paul is bringing an example for us. And it says, I'm going to write inside of them. Okay. So it could be gold. Okay. It could be silver, but it could even be wood or a straw. So do you see? It says, okay, you are building. You are either putting precept upon precept line upon line stone upon another stone of gold or precious stone or you put gold upon gold or you put silver upon silver or maybe you're making by wood or by a straw okay so therefore what i'm going to say this house is built on either by gold it's built on by silver it's built on by precious stones or this house is built on wood by a straw or anything else, right? 
So therefore, it could be even combination of it. It could be some of them are gold and some of them are straw. So now uh, we're going to see this shortly. That's the silver and gold that is talking here. I'm going to show you the verse. It's talking about the faith. Okay. When you hear the spirit and that word of the spirit becomes like gold for you. Okay, so but I'll show you shortly. So let me see. Let, let's continue reading. So basically it says some of you are going to build on gold or silver and some on wood and straw. Right now, each one's work will become clear. So now keep in mind here that verse 8 told us that God will bring the reward according to everyone's labor or everyone's work. So here it says everyone's works become clear. How? Let me show you. Let me come back here. So everyone works clear for the day will declare it because it will reveal, be revealed by fire and the fire will test each one's work and what sort it is. So let's wait here. If let me show you here screen, my screen here, it says, OK, guys, you start building. OK, so you put gold here, silver. I'm going to get to to it. What does each mean? But I want you to see the picture first before we get to a meaning of it. So you're going to put silver here. You're going to put a straw there. You're going to put another straw here. You're going to put a wood here. But then you're going to, oh, you're going to put the silver gold here. What happened was, what happened is that there is a fire that comes. Okay. This fire will show everyone's work. What does it mean? That means whatever is burnable will burn in fire. So what does that mean? That means if you built on wood, it's going to be burned. Why? I'm going to get there. If you built on a straw, it's going to be built. If you wood again or a straw. But the gold and silver are not the materials that a fire can consume. So they remain. So your work will be, what does it say? It says, that everyone works become, works become clear. So when the fire comes, it's going to show you that what stands and what is basically um, consumable, what needs to go. When the fire comes, it says it shows what to stand, what stays or what needs to go. So now I want you to follow along with me here because I'm going to open up all of this by the time we get to verse 17 is going to open up more. Look at that. Look at verse. <clears throat> Therefore, there is a fire has to come, right? If anyone's work which he has built on it indoors, he will receive a reward. So what indoors? Simple. What indoors the fire? Well, let me show you, show the screen here to you. What indoors the fire is gold, silver, or precious stone. It says, okay, if that indoors, then you receive a reward. Let's see what the reward is and what does this mean. So now, look at verse 15. If anyone's work is burned, he will suffer loss, but he himself will be saved, yet so through the fire. So let's take a look here. Do you think when the fire comes, will the fire destroy the foundation? Let me ask you, when the fire comes to the house, this house that we are having here, we said the foundation is the grace or Jesus Christ. Do you see the fire can consume the grace or Jesus Christ? And hopefully your answer is no. So basically it says, okay, guys, if you build this house on wood and straw, all of it, the fire comes and destroy it. But because the foundation is Jesus Christ, 
you stand still. You suffer loss. What is the loss? I'm going to show you what the loss is. But you stand, but only the works you've done is gone. Okay? So if you hang on, we're going to see what the works is and all that stuff. So look at this. Verse 16 opens the whole things to us. Do you not know that you are the temple of God and that the spirit of God dwells in you? Oh, okay. So this building that we are trying to build, I'm going to put here, this, temp this building we are trying to build is you, which is the temple of God. What dwells in the temple? A spirit of God. I'm going to put fire because our God is a consuming fire. Okay, so God wants to dwell in this temple. And he is the consuming fire. So, and he's the king of kings. So he's not going to stay in a house that is made with wood and hay. You must become the house that is made by the precious stone golds. That's why the book of Revelation says the city was made of gold. Why? Because every house in that city, you and I together make the city of God. If I become, I built up myself in, with gold and silver that the fire dwells inside of me and doesn't burn anything, that's what God is looking for. God is looking for a temple that is made with gold, silver, precious stone so that the fire of God doesn't destroy um, whatever it's in there. So let me tell you, that means it must destroy. Everything that is destroyable in the presence of God must be destroyed. So by now you could tell that what are the wooden straw? Wooden straw are things that cannot stand in the presence of grace. Wooden straw are the things that can't stand in the presence of truth. What are they? Lies. What cannot stand in the presence of grace? Law. What can't stand in the presence of fire? What is basically burnable. So now, therefore, it says, Do you not know that you are the temple of God and the Spirit of God dwells in you? If anyone defies the temple of God, God will destroy him, for the temple of God is holy and which temple you are. So if anyone, the, another way translation is anything, that defies the temple of God. So now take a look here in the picture. Therefore, wood and straw, it's what defies the temple or what defies this building. So God must destroy it. Okay, so be bear with me. We're gonna get to more details, what are they? But God will destroy it because Gold and silver are things that are not defying the temple of God. Okay, so therefore here it doesn't say that God will, God will destroy you. Why? Because the verse before that 15 said, the verse 15 said that you will be saved. Uh, the, so God doesn't destroy you because the verse before that it says that he, the, you will be saved. Only your works, your works will be destroyed. So basically, what does it say? The works... The works that you produce that doesn't, that defies you, that's what, that is what is going to be destroyed.
What kind of works that you produce that defines the temple? If God is indwelling in you and God is love, God is life, God is grace, put all of them life, God is life, but the works that you are producing, it doesn't produce grace or life or um, the nature of God. They are the one that is defying you and God will bring the fire to destroy that inside of you. So did you see what just happened? So therefore God is not. So uh, anyone defies a temple, God will destroy him. It's not him. God will destroy the works that you have done. So, so therefore... We have two kind of works we see here. So I want to share here with you. So look at the screen here on the far uh, right corner of the screen. So we have a work that is revealed when the fire come, but we have a work that is destroyed when the fire comes. So that work must be burned and destroyed. So let's continue to understand what kind of work he's talking about. So look at verse 18. Let no one deceive himself. If anyone among you seems to be wise in this age, let him become a fool. He may become wise. Okay, so guys, therefore it says, if you think you are wise, you have that wisdom that you have must become full, must be destroyed. So take a look at the picture. So the wood and the straw talks about the wisdom that is not from God, but is the wisdom of man that must be destroyed. Okay. So look at verse 19. It says, For the wisdom of this world is foolishness to God, for it is written, He catches the wise in their own craftiness. Oh, okay. So do you see? So if you build the temple by the wisdom, wisdom of man, it's like you're building yourself by wood and hay or a straw. And God must come to destroy the wisdom of man because it is foolishness to him. So do you see that the works that must be destroyed is the wisdom or the knowledge that you are building inside of you. And as long as that wisdom or knowledge is of man and not God, our God who is the consuming fire will come to consume that, put it down so that you can be built on the wisdom of God. Okay, so... Therefore, look at verse 25. Therefore, let no one boast in man, for all things are yours, whether Paul or Apollos, for the world or life or death, they are yours. Why is it death is yours? Did you pay attention? It says, or Paul or Apollos, verse 22, Cephas or world or life or death, or things present or things to come, all are yours. Death is yours. Oh, how, why, what does that mean? That means death is yours to put to death and destroy that wood and hay. Because God is not going to dwell in a house that is made by hay. God is not going to dwell in a temple that is made by wood. God is going to dwell in a temple that is made by silver and gold. So therefore, I'm going to bring here to wrap up this video. Therefore, the wood, the work that we have, so I'm going to bring this a little lower for you to see. Okay, so there was a work that remained, but there is a work that must be destroyed. The work that must be destroyed is the wisdom. Okay, I'm going to use another color, black. 
is the wisdom that is foolishness to God. And we know according to chapter 2, because we just talked, Paul just talked about it in chapter 2 of 1 Corinthians, that is the wisdom of man. And the work that must stay, it's what you build on the wisdom of God. So do you see? I'm going to put, I'm going to highlight, I like highlighter here. The work is this or this. But when the fire comes and destroy what it needs to be destroyed, your work will remain. So that's why life and death is yours. If you put, if you have the work that remains like gold and silver, that means if you have a wisdom, if you built your house on the knowledge of God, on the wisdom of the cross, that's when you get the reward. And can you tell me what the reward is? If you build the house, okay, I have to share my screening here again with you. If you build this house all the way to the top as a temple of God, as a temple of God, can you tell me what your reward is? We don't have to go through all the scriptures to see the reward. You can just see it right here. What happens when the building is finished? What is your reward? Your reward is that God dwells in you forever and ever and ever. You become the house incorruptible, immortal you receive the glory of the living God so your reward is him that dwells in you and have changed you to a place that God is comfortable your reward is that you become the place that shows the glory of God and the immortality and the honor of the one who lives inside of you you can tell by looking at the house what kind of man lives there Right? In the fleshly realm, when you look at the house that is huge and built with those amazing stuff, you know somebody's rich in there. That's why we become the manifestation of the one who lives inside of us. And this is our reward. So now, just to wrap up, therefore, this verse says that he will, his own reward according to his labor. So this is what God says. And that's the story of the book of Revelation. It says, listen, you are supposed to be built on the wisdom of God and not on the wisdom of man. And how do you do this? Open your heart, heart and your ears to hear what the Spirit says. Because that becomes your building. But if you hear what the flesh says, then you grab wood or straw, which is the wisdom of man, to build the house. And let me tell you this. God will visit you and he comes and comes and comes with the fire and he destroys everything you built according to the wisdom of man so that you can eventually build yourself in, in, the, in, in gold and silver. So is this the good thing that God comes and destroys what needs to be destroyed? Yes. But also, how many times he has to come? We build all the way to here and, and then it burns in fire. Then we build again, then builds in fire. God wants you to be built in the wisdom of God. So yes, he comes and he bring the fire to destroy what is destroyable, but it has come, it must come to a place that you eventually, you listen, that you don't use wood, hay, or straw to build anymore. But you are building on the wisdom of God, on the spirit of God. So what is your work? What kind of building are you building? 
how many times God has to come and destroy the lies. It's time to build by the truth. It's good God comes, destroy the lies, but you just built the whole thing and now it's gone. So you better build on the truth, on the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. Seek glory, honor, and immortality, not self-seeking. And that's how, that's what this verse basically talks about. So he will give according to everyone according to their labor. If your labor was building with wood and hay, he gives you the fire to destroy it. Because God doesn't live in a hay or wood temple. But if your building was by gold and silver, he comes to help you put another one and finish building so you get the reward of manifesting his nature 100%. So you'll be the, you'll be the place that the glory of God is showing himself through you. All right, guys, thank you for being with me today. And I bless you and we will see you in the next teaching.